Hey there, listener. Fancy seeing you here. Look, sometimes due to the things we discuss on the pod, it might contain potentially triggering content. But the good news is you can always review the episode description for a full list of the warnings applicable to this episode. Oh, and just so you know, this episode is rated R for really filthy. It includes adult themes and explicit content. So if you're an adult, buckle up, gird your loins, and prepare to flood the basement. Because we are going down with these ships. Welcome back to Care of Magical Shippers. It's a Harry Potter ship culture podcast. I am Megs. And I am Nathan. (laughs) And if you don't know that by now, well, now you do. (laughs) (laughs) Look, we don't know how many of our listeners have amnesia. Like, this this could be really helpful for them. Like, like, what are their names again? <laughs> anyway, Gildroy Lockhart could be listening to this. We don't know exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Have you accidentally obliviated yourself? Fear not. <laughs> Fear not. You can still enjoy this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to enjoy it especially this week. I feel because we are getting silly this week. Because mm-hmm. Megs, guess what? It's what? our one year anniversary. I. I can't, I mean, I can believe it because of course, like going in, it's like, we're going to go into this thinking that we're going to do it for a while, right? Like, it's not just like, yeah, yeah we're going to do five episodes and then it'll have been a thing we did. But it's just as far as like what we've made, how much fun we've had, all the listeners and the community we've built is just absolutely amazing. I have just, I feel so enriched and happy and it, it's just, it's, it's yeah. one of the best things to come out of. Like, I mean, it started with, quarantine of being like i can't go anywhere so how do i do something it's like oh that's how i found found fandom again and then got into the writing and then into multi-shipping and then apparently was like yeah why isn't there a podcast that talks about ships well i'm going to make a podcast that talks about ships and here we are and still here doing we are it. one year later <laughs> yeah absolutely still oh. and still so full of ideas yes. and like i am I'm just really happy that we, well, because I always knew we were sort of going into for this for the long haul, mm-hmm. but I'm really happy that we are, not just that we're still doing it, but like every time we come to record, we have something new or exciting to share, or it'll be like the thing that lifts us up that week. Yes. And I, I love getting to be a part of that. That mm-hmm. makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just... Like, I'm glad it exists. I'm glad that we get to, you know, interact with all of our listeners, all the lovely people in the Discord. It's just, people are lovely. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just so, you know, the Hufflepuff in me feels very appreciated and loved. And I love sharing that love with you guys. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. And uh, so, okay, so I'm going to be boring slash interesting and share some uh, some podcast specs for you guys. Um, so in the past year, we've gotten 6.5 thousand listens in total. Amazing. I mean, obviously, I don't know how other podcasts do, but I don't care. This is pretty freaking amazing to think That's... that 
I, uh, depending on how many episodes, you know, people either one or all or whatever, like that's a lot of ears that have heard my voice, which is yeah. terrifying and amazing at the same uh, yeah, it, time. It is both, absolutely. <laughs> there is a duality there of like, wow, that's a lot of people. But then also you're like, wow, that's a lot of people. I know, I know, <laughs> it's know? crazy. And yeah. what was it? We I think we were about halfway through that we had reached 40 or some odd countries and we did like a geological shout out thing. And now yeah. we're at 73 countries. Are you I serious? Just, I just can't, I can't believe it i just this is just that's 73 countries i didn't countries. know there were 73 <laughs> countries <laughs> Which, i'm sure you there know... are way more than 73 <laughs> countries i mean i mean there probably are but my knowledge of geography is about as stable as my knowledge of weasley brothers apparently yes. So, I'm going to so, Google this because we have to. Um, how, I almost typed how many Weasley brothers. <laughs> how many countries. So for those oh, listeners God. of you. Oh, 195. That's a, that's a pretty big dent. In that's the a solid of percentage. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. That... That's probably like, I don't know. I know math. 40-ish percent. <laughs> let's not try. I don't know. <laughs> Let, let's not try and do maths. It's not gonna. Neither of us are gonna We're come out of that good. conversation no. looking. No, no, no. But for those of you, for those listeners of you that held out for a year and stuck with us mm-hmm. and thought, okay, well, you know, they're starting off a little bit giddy. Mm-hmm. Maybe as time goes on, they're gonna get more sensible and we'll get more sense out of them. Clearly, that hasn't <laughs> happened. <laughs> In fact. I think as time has gone on, we've slid sort of down the other end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And at this point, we're just un- unapologetic about that because yes. the yeah. world needs more silliness. At a time when a lot of very serious things are going on, mm-hmm. it is good not to be serious for a while. I love just being able to switch that analytical side of my brain off and enjoy yes. myself for a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so on that topic megs on that subject was that is there anything like cast your mind back over the past illustrious year has there been any like standout moment for you or anything that you've particularly enjoyed i i I don't know i mean it's just so i have to i have to confess that editing is a joy like it's a time suck but it is a joy because half the time Uh we just are like we just do our thing and then it's weeks later that I come back to actually edit and same with you for sound editing and then yeah. I'm literally listening through and like gut busting laughing at us <laughs> which is like my husband thinks I'm crazy because he's like how he's like you're just sitting there laughing at yourself I was like yeah because we're funny like <laughs> just like, yeah. I'm sorry that I'm that I think we're hilarious. So if I'm laughing, hopefully other people are laughing with us. And, uh, but I, gosh, I'm trying to, it's so hard to to think. Of course, just a standout isn't one that we released publicly. It's on our AO3, but I will, I will treasure <laughs> forever us reading Heal Me. That oh my God. <laughs> made a podfic together, which is barely a podfic. It's literally just us just, we're having a time. Let me let me tell you. Was that was that the hot and salty line? Was was that when I lost it at hot and salty? Like seven I times? think so. Probably <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I think that um that was when you and Fee read um 
for my birthday, you had done. Oh yes, you oh, had right. done. Okay. Uh, what was it? The boy who loved. I think it was. And there yes, were a bunch of. It right. was one of my first fan fictions, and you guys just would like read something and be like, "Oh my gosh, I cannot believe this was used as a descriptor." <laughs> it was the whole time. so good. It was so good, guys. If you have not read the boy who loved, go read that because that is. <laughs> incredible i don't know if the pot i don't know if the pod fic is fit for public consumption because yeah i don't think it it's was up, but it was it was it was absolutely filthy but very much in the same vein as when we did heal me um there, there were some cracking lines in heal me though as well that i could mm-hmm. not get through i'm trying mm-hmm. to cast my mind back there were a lot of happy tears recording yes. that but yes. that's what and, i remember and i love that even though going back like we think of you know a lot of people when starting out a podcast like it's going to be a little bit awkward and yeah we had some sound like weirdness because obviously we're getting used to like doing sound things and making it sound more official and whatever but as far as like content goes like we hit the ground running and I'm so proud of ourselves for that and I think it goes it's definitely the foundation of it is is us like the fact that we we met and were able to do this thing together it's just like we were meant to do this together and it's definitely just two friends having fun and so people are having fun with us and it's just yeah it's so great and even just the people that we've you know met through it like getting to do an episode on puffcast and then have the girls from puffcast on was so much fun incredible oh that was so they're so much fun and they're so up for it as well Mm -hmm. and you know when you just get like uh, this is what has been amazing about all the guests that we've had on really Mm -hmm. is that they get our vibe they know our wavelength and they just like hop on board and everybody has been so engaged and so Mm -hmm. all in that i've like because i was worried whenever we started like asking guests to be on the pod Mm -hmm. i was worried that i was like well is it going to be a different atmosphere because you don't necessarily know what people are going to contribute and how is it going to change right that but everybody was has been so much fun i've loved every single guest we've had on Mm -hmm. but yes particularly um i i loved puffcast i loved Mm -hmm. when we had fee on and we had a hagrid episode there have been so many fantastic guests we Mm -hmm. had Big Black Dog did yes. the did the uh, Wolf Star ish Wolf Star adjacent. <laughs> you will never let me live this down. Okay, no, I it's just... not your fault. It is all of <laughs> it's all of our fault. <laughs> we were just I got like, too oh, excited. Yeah, fandom things, characters. Woo, Peter Pettigrew, Severus Snape. <laughs> No, I mean, who doesn't want to talk about Peter Pettigrew for half an hour? But I know. that was something that we did. That yes. that's uh, yeah. that's there if you want to go listen to that. I mean, I was f- like the first episode I remember being really proud of mm-hmm. was Linny. I came away from Linny because we that was around about the time where I had just decided, like I my mental wheels weren't working and I lost it in the middle of the episode and I was just like (laughs) my brain is going off the rails but you know we we made it work and ever since then you've been really accommodating of my crazy Mm -hmm. and I just feel like we've we've made that work for us so that that yeah so I particularly enjoyed Linny I also really enjoyed oh let me see I loved Ron and Pansy that wasn't the standout Mm, one mm -hmm, for me mm -hmm. um and then and then when we were like coming up with fanfic in the uh, Lucy 
episode. Yes. Yeah, we pretty much uh, wrote a fan fiction together. Yeah, that was that was next level incredible. Yes. There's been so many episodes that we've done that have been great, but it's hard for my brain to like pick them apart because, mm-hmm. like you say, when you're editing them, you like they all sort of bleed through into yeah. one thing of awesomeness. So. I imagine it's different from a listener perspective mm-hmm. where you're maybe getting an episode, like you're listening to an episode two weeks apart. So they're really separate and you could sort of see how we've evolved over time. Right. But we are, we're too close to the subject matter. Exactly. So we both love it and are perhaps not the best at reading it either because yeah. we're too close to it. Yeah. But it's, it's all good. Like I just, the bottom line is that I love spending time with you. Mm-hmm. I love that we get to talk about everything yeah. and there really are no holds barred. And, you know, everything literally. is on the, on the, t- literally. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And, the, and, you know, there's no, um, I haven't ever felt like we've run aground. To use mm-hmm. a, a shit metaphor, like the the, um, the only time we do uh, is literally every single closing of every single episode. Oh my god! We have done oh no, twenty-seven don't. episodes, and we have yet to say goodbye properly in a professional <laughs> way. Yes, look, I look. I know that this is our chief failing, and even. <laughs> <laughs> like even when we we asked you guys for feedback on those lovely feedback forms you may have you know given us very detailed feedback some of the people were just like um yeah you can't sign off and look we know our own we know mm-hmm. our own weaknesses mm-hmm. so the, the thing <laughs> the thing is now though is i feel like bad sign offs are our bit yeah as well yeah like we're it, just it's like, now but yeah it's just expected at this point. What are we get? We we just it's hey. We are great at a bunch of other things. If we're gonna be bad at something, the end of the episode is preferred. <laughs> well, yeah, um, but also as I'm sure that the listener is acutely aware by now. Look, the alternative is that we just finish what we have to say, and then there's silence, and I hate that because. Yeah. I don't, because, well, it's it's better now that we have a sort of a pre-recorded ending where I go, and next mm-hmm. week we'll be looking at, and then we fill the blank in. Right. So, the, so there is always something to follow the silence. Mm-hmm. But before where there was nothing, I was just like, we can't just leave this hanging. This is just dead air. Like, mm-hmm. what what's happening? So, I don't know. I don't know that there is a, a proper way to sign off. And I definitely, I don't want to start saying ahoy. It's not... Yeah, uh, land ho. Uh, no. No. Oh, no. So... See you next time, mateys. No, yeah. it's not. It's not going to... No. So that, obviously listeners, tell, tweet at us or in the Discord or whatever, let us know what your favorite moments are because obviously we're going to, like you said, we're too close to it and we can't remember all the things, but I'm sure it, you know, there are things that stand out most to some listeners <laughs> if they've, you know, only listened to a few episodes versus whatever. I will forever love Jetty just because of the fact that Nathan I knew came nothing. in <laughs> knowing nothing. <laughs> And then I, for okay, that's my favorite moment. When you were like, we have, what was it? You have Megan in the, what was it? The red corner. Who, who, who what? No, you have me in the red corner that doesn't know anything. And you have Megs in the other corner who can't remember anything. Yeah. <laughs> One's an idiot. One has amnesia. 
But it's still it's still true. It is still true. I am oh, officially the world. I am the world's dumbest Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's official. Like even like moaning myrtle outstrips me. That that is the mm. that's the level that's the level of my Harry Potter acumen. So you can see why I'm perfectly suited to do this podcast mm-hmm. because I have a nice voice and no brain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Megs can't find her brain. No, so. yeah, exactly. Misplaced it on multiple occasions. Oh, man. So why not keep doing this for another year? I can't yeah. wait to see what we do in another year from now. And we're like, oh, my God, we're two years in. We're like, I Honestly, the, the one thing that surprises me about this point where we're at right now mm-hmm. is that I can't believe it's been a year. I yeah. cannot believe. Um, and yeah, okay, we've put a lot of time and work into this and to make it really good. But as well as that, because we've enjoyed it and because, you know, we are so enthusiastic about it Mm -hmm. it doesn't also feel like a year's worth of work no no I just it's really gone so so quickly and and even like our time in between recording like every time we see each other it's I'm like oh it's been two weeks or even sometimes three four weeks depending on life and it's just yeah yeah, I look forward to it every time and even sometimes we do go in and it's like we don't know how this is gonna go like I think Lenny (laughs) we went in we're just like because it's just we're we're it's just fem slash is something that we think we struggle with but then we've heard that you all actually really like our fem slash episodes and I'm not, you know, yeah. and that's amazing. So it, that really makes us feel way better about the fact that we feel like we're like, are we enthusiastic enough? Like, do we know enough? Whatever. But I think we've done so many different things. And probably one of my favorite episodes, of course, is um the... um what we consider the Snotterly, you know, episode or like Jeverly, the James yeah. and Severus and, and Lily. That was so much fun. And of course, I'll never forget, what was it? Um, uh, uh, Seahorse Snape, who's like <laughs> carrying yeah. the babies. And then um, uh, then Juliana from Puffcast drew a picture of Snape, <laughs> the seahorse, which was fantastic. And yeah, I don't know. It just... There's just a lot of nonsense in our very, like, it's just, we've made some really amazing things and I'm so proud of what we've made and we've just had so much fun and everything's been so positive. Like, there's just, we went into this to celebrate fandom in an environment that can be very toxic and we haven't been touched by that and that, at least, you know, knock on wood, but it's, it's just amazing that we have so much positive feedback and support by so many people, which is just it's amazing. I'm just so thankful. Yeah. And with in relation to the Snotterly episode, I remember that was the one and only episode that I ever wrote show notes for because that was yes. released after after feedback. So I decided that because so okay, so we know that you love us, but some of the feedback was you meander around the point yeah. and we'd love more like ship focused stuff. So mm-hmm. we we're like, okay, so we need to get our, our stuff together. So I wrote as show notes to like as an outline and then, and then I remember, I know that you were really excited about the episode and I remember making a particular bullet point and it was like, Megs, I know you're only excited about this because you finally get to talk about Snape. Yeah, yeah, and I lost it. I absolutely lost yeah. it. It's just an excuse for you to talk about Snape more. Yeah. But 
I would. I don't know. Would you say Snape is your favorite character, like of all of the of all of the <sighs> options? I don't know. I mean, I probably at the beginning of this podcast, I'd say yes. But now yeah. I've really gotten into so many other ships and things. But as far as like, I definitely think Snape is one of the most interesting because I can write him in tons of different ships at different points in time or whatever. And yeah, I'd, I'd say that he's probably one of my my favorites, but I just, I don't know. I just love so many characters, but I definitely come back to him as like the person that I want to ship with everyone. So I guess, yes, that's probably, yeah. <laughs> that's probably true. I mean, next would be, I don't know. I feel like Harry is like a default. Like, of course, I love Harry. Of course, everyone, yeah. you know, has that love for Harry. But as far as like having one you like to create around and have a lot of fun with because Snape is so complex and has a lot of angst and potential for, you know, things like that, that makes him really, yeah, I don't know, just makes him compelling to me, I guess. But I don't know that I could really say hands down favorite character but i guess it would be him because <laughs> yeah. i just oh i don't know i don't know see because there's a difference for me between favorite character mm -hmm. and then favorite character in fanfic because mm -hmm. i get what you're saying about snape is because he's so dynamic and there are so many like shades of gray with snape mm -hmm. you can take him in so many different directions mm -hmm. and you do and that's what's fantastic mm -hmm. but like my, one of my favorite characters of the entire franchise is Dumbledore, but I haven't read an awful lot of Dumbledore fanfic. Fan fiction. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, because fanfic Dumbledore, it tends, you know, you tend to get into sort of either Dumble bashing or, well, I suppose the landscape of it is a bit different now mm -hmm. because you have Fantastic Beasts coming mm -hmm. up as well. Mm -hmm. And we have the new film coming out or it's, it, well, it, well, it's, out by now <laughs> at time of recording it's still not there i i don't think it's out yet i i don't know <laughs> anyway it's it's it it's, by the by the time it's you may listen whatever to this, it will right be now out. What, yeah, what is yeah. the date i <laughs> it'll be out by the time okay. you hear these words so it's it's cool but you know maybe so maybe there'll be different stuff written about dumbledore after we get more sort of jude law Dumbledore mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. um but I, but you know, it's the the characters that I love to read in fanfic are often the wackiest, you know, mm -hmm. versions. Like you know, like over dramatic Draco is incredible, yes. and I yeah. love him. Yeah, fanfic yeah. Draco is everything. <laughs> yeah, he is, especially you know, with the guy liner and the cape <laughs> and the like boots. There's always boots. <laughs> I I I love it so much. Um. So, and I just, I I just want to read more. I mm -hmm. just, I thought, I did worry at the start of this that I would be somehow, because you know when you look into something to a certain degree and at a certain depth, you worry that you're going to lose your enthusiasm for it or that right. it will, like the shine will wear off after time. Mm -hmm. But if anything, the, the, the more fanfic I read, it just makes me, want to read more mm -hmm. and I thought I like I thought the opposite might happen but I just find myself getting more enthusiastic about ships and characters that I would never have even considered like when we did the spooch episode mm -hmm. I would never have pictured those two together and now I can't unsee it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's yeah. I mean that's another thing that I love about this that so we'll take something seriously or pick something like 
Lockhart and McGonagall and be like, okay, yeah. this is ridiculous. But then you come out. We went through everything of like her at his bedside at the, you know, at the memory ward and all this. I mean, it just got so wholesome. And but I mean, it's just all these things. And it's just, it's just so much fun. That's all I can say about this is this is such a joy to create. And it's such a joy to know that you all, you know, are enjoying it with us because I mean, we would make this regardless of if it was like two people. <laughs> <laughs> to us to be real if anything it's like hey if we're laughing at ourselves like yeah that's that's great and I love that we can find like we've only done a couple of these episodes like I think like with the um recently with the Flintwood and then the Tamari and then the Lucy those were like the three that we actually talked about a fanfic specifically that we both got excited about and so I love yeah. that we can do that when we're getting into I mean Flintwood was one that isn't new to us obviously <laughs> like it isn't new no. to us but yeah. in the other ones like it's like oh new ship we talk about it and then we're like wow we found this fic that like made us love this ship and so it's really fun that we we're able to like talk talk through that and get excited about it because it's just i love that we're able to find new things that we love to read and it's just going in i thought i was like a multi-shipper and now i'm like literally just I don't, if someone asked me what my OTP was, I don't know that I would have an answer. Like, I don't, right, there's so right. many. Right, the lines have gotten blurred. I just, I, I just love so many that it's like on a random day, I'll just be like, hmm, I feel like some Ron and Harry today. So I'm just going to find Ron and Harry fic or like, oh, I think I want to do some, you know, James slash you know regulus or whatever like it's just it'll just hit me that i'm like i'm in this mood and then i go for it or if i'm into a certain like trope or something like that like usually i i can bounce around to different ships and be, enjoy it immensely and i just i think that has helped me feel even more confident in what we're doing and the fact that we can keep doing it is that there's I haven't reached a point where I feel like new new ships or new characters aren't interesting like anymore like I get it's overwhelming the number of things that I'm invested in now and it's just it's wonderful it's so exciting well if you're overwhelmed now you're <laughs> going to be your mind is going to explode at the game we're about to oh, play yes so yeah so because... this we we decided we wanted to have some some silly fun this like we look back at our first episode which kind of like we didn't have a plan we literally were like okay this is gonna be the first this is gonna be the first episode <laughs> okay you're exposing you're exposing how unprepared we were we, we, we did so great we were just like, like let's sit down and talk that'll work <laughs> and it did great and we're so it's like it did fine oh but, but if you but i'm so embarrassed about how formal i sound because i I'm, I'm just, I'm clearly, you know, relying on, because I'm nervous. Mm -hmm. So when I'm nervous, I go all wordy mm -hmm. because it's, that's my academic training kicking in. So I'm right. just like, use 10 words when one will do. Yeah. And I listen back to that episode and it's not, it's not that bad, but I'm like, oh Jesus, Nathan, <laughs> pull yourself together. So yeah, so we just sat in front of a microphone that day yeah. and words happened. Mm -hmm. And I feel like now... With what we're about to do, we're going to come full circle with yeah. that idea. Do you want to? Do you want to explain what we, <laughs> what we're about to subject the listeners to? <laughs> so we're going to play a couple different games, and we're going to see mm. how these go. We haven't done it yet, so if 
they're absolute if they're garbage we're just be like okay we're moving on to the next thing but um okay so to, to, to start <laughs> i'm gonna, already losing it we haven't done anything okay so to start we're going to use a character generator and so what we're going to do is generate either like probably two characters or potentially three characters depending on what we're feeling and then we will <laughs> and then what we're going to do is in some fashion we're going to discuss it like a mini episode so in two minutes we will discuss this new ship and yeah mini episodes so two minute episodes is what's going to happen and so then once we reach a point that we're like i don't know we'll see we'll see how how much fun it is and how far we get so our second game is going to be the trope guessing game so we have my husband <laughs> made a trope generator that so will give us a random trope and so then we have to try and explain it to the other person to guess using like non synonyms so like obviously you know ways around the actual name and not just saying a direct like similarity to it and see how well we do and so we'll get two minute blocks of seeing how many we can guess from the other person within that time period and then we'll keep track of points and we'll see how well we do at the end of it so this is gonna be silly and weird and i am going to <laughs> fail it is going to be a disaster i'm just telling you now like i am no like i, I don't predict the future i'm not a prognosticator mm -hmm. i'm not going to do well at guessing tropes but with but you know that's what's going to be great if you want to listen to me crash and burn i can't wait it's going to be so exciting i'm 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 ready to be a catastrophe <laughs> so i guess care of magical shippers the um what express like <laughs> express edition <laughs> i don't even know do you want to go first or shall i uh sure i can go first and uh so okay. <laughs> So, content warning. Um, apparently, this generator <laughs> includes creatures. So, we have... <laughs> so, so the, we're definitely... This... Please, look, please, before you continue listening, <laughs> review the review the episode description for all the content warnings. Yeah, we'll... Because we could probably list... <sighs> we could try and list the... <laughs> whatever the ships are but just go in open-minded to know that it's like we're just here to be silly it's gonna be cracky so it's don't you know take it too seriously we're just we're just having fun with it so hopefully it's not anything you know upsetting or yeah. whatever so we'll see what happens um but yeah but of course if either of us run into a ship then we're just like no we can always we can always generate a new ship if that's what we want so yeah. absolutely yes uh yeah Okay, so are okay. you ready to get started? I am so ready. <laughs> Hit me with it. Okay, so my first generated pairing. Okay, this is wild. Okay, so we have Albus Severus Potter and Rowena Ravenclaw. Wow. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I can actually see that happening because they're like he's at Hogwarts mm -hmm. and Ghost Stone Age. Because they stay the age they were. Well, that's Helena. Helena's the ghost. Rowena is the founder. Not to oh, say that there wouldn't be a founder portrait. So, like, maybe he interacts with. Of course, I, me, I being me, get into time travel. For whatever reason, Albus Severus goes back in time to the Amazing. founding era founding era and falls in love with Rowena Ravenclaw for whatever reason. And, oh, I... It, <laughs> So I 
Like, in my head, like, Rowena disappears from her own time and mm-hmm. she travels forward in time mm-hmm. and ends up where Alba Severus is. And Alba Severus is like, but wait, you're Rowena Ravenclaw, you can't be here. Right. And she's like, well, I'm the only wizard to have ever perfected this particular branch of time Ooh, travel magic. Like, and- without a time turner, possibly? Yeah, yeah. And then they have to spend time together because she's like, for some reason, maybe she didn't intend to come to that time or she's like, oh, I need to make sure or travel back. Um, And so they spend a lot of time together to be like researching how she can do it with the Mm -hmm. materials in that time, whatever. Um, And then they just grow closer as a result of, you know, bonding over, over book stuff stuff Maybe. yeah i mean and then we could get into an alternate universe where um albus is actually a ravenclaw instead of like a slytherin or whatever like i mean technically I if we go off of like the epilogue we're not given a house it's given in cursed child so he could be a ravenclaw who knows and so then her portrait could be in their tower or you know something like that and he's just but wait is he like kissing the portrait well i don't know i mean he it could be as simple as like you know when you have like you know how like it's it's normal to have like as a younger child to possibly have a crush on like a teacher or something like that. Like he could just be like, you know, 12 year old Albus just being enamored by the pretty, you know, woman in the portrait who's nice to him or whatever. Cause maybe he still has issues with his dad or people not seeing him for him. And instead of being, you know, Harry Potter's child. So, so that's what I was thinking there. Just, you know, he'd portrait interaction doesn't have to be two way. Maybe it's one sided. So there we go. All right. On to the next one. Fair enough. So my first generation is Colin Creevy and Katie Bell. Oh, interesting. So does Colin live? So uh, I'm assuming this is an AU where Colin lives. Yeah, we could do that. Like it could be, I mean, here's another instance where like it could possibly be a one-sided, like he's has a crush on her because he's always taking photos of Harry and like at the at the um, the tryouts for Quidditch. And maybe he mm. like plays it off as like, oh, I'm following Harry around, but when he really just has a crush on Katie Bell. Oh, you know? so is it like, but is it like weird stalkery vibes because he's it's secretly Colin. taking photos of Katie? It's Colin. So, yes, it's So creepy. it's obsessional then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, no. But potentially, yes. Like it could be post Hogwarts. Who knows? Maybe she is a professional Quidditch player and then he goes to be a professional photographer for sports and things like that. And so then they do come in contact or like he's a photographer for like a magazine or things like that. And maybe it's like a it could be like a conflict enemies to lovers situation where it's like he's doing like all these tabloid like, um, you know, like fake like exploits like yeah, Rita Skeeter size. Yeah. And it just yeah. oh man, that could be that would be so funny. So yeah. I could see him like doctoring the photos as well, like adding in things and her being like, What? That's not real. You oh know, my gosh. He could... He's like he's like wizard photoshopping and like putting his, yes! uh, himself in the in the photos. Like she'll be on her broom, like with a quaffle and he's like on the back of her broom looking at the camera smiling, like holding like like fake holding her waist. <laughs> precisely oh i see this i didn't know i needed the ship but now i i I know i know yeah so that's (laughs) obviously something to do with cameras and quidditch apparently is the foundation of (laughs) of this relationship Ooh, baby i'm excited for this one okay so getting ready to start the timer so i have albus dumbledore and lucius malvoy 
Oh, yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we know well, just... why he's a Hogwarts governor, obviously. <laughs> Either course. Dumbledore put him on it, or Lucius is obviously thirsty for Dumbledore, so he applied and is a governor. So, And he's sure. definitely doing the, like... He's needling an anti-Dumbledore because he's that, you know, doing the the schoolyard bully thing of like, oh, I gotta be mean to the person that I have a crush on or whatever. So, yeah. Right. That's... But it's fake. It's theatrics because yes. underneath it all, they are uh, like absolute firecrackers in bed and you have to know it's all about <laughs> long, the long hair. Like, Ooh, they, so they're, much they're hair just rubbing their long hair yes. on each other. Yeah. Yes, yes. Like Lucius has his fingers through Albus's beard and, and Albus has his fingers through Lucius's hair. Oh my yeah. gosh. Like I just, I could see them in like having like a, what if they were just having like a, a I don't know, like just a, a chill night at home and like they're braiding each other's hair and like, oh. Oh my god, that would be perfect. (laughs) So just just a quiet little domestic moment over a tea set, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. Albus is pouring the tea, Lucius is braiding his hair. Like I didn't know that I needed this, but Mm -hmm. that I um I'm I ship this, I'm Mm -hmm. for it. And I of course Draco would be furious, which is just, you know, it's another reason that I need to read it. Like what if Draco is actually Albus's son? Wow! What a take! That is incredible. So, so is Albus the seahorse in this situation? Possibly, possibly. Like what? It like this is. I knew this was going to be crazy, and this is. I just. So, what if Lucius is the spy instead of Snape? Ooh! Like he's. Oh wow! Time's up. Oh, this is quite. This is quite wholesome harry potter and dean thomas oh that's so sweet um okay so when it comes to harry and dean i'm thinking that it's like it makes sense because of course like we'll see other you know ships like harry and ron or that that friends to lovers trope and what if what if harry isn't jealous of dean for Ginny, but he's actually jealous of Ginny with dean Exactly. Yes. I was going to say, like, Ginny, yes. Ginny is the is the secret. Oh, she's also the secret weapon in bringing the two of them together because mm, Ginny mm-hmm. has to realise before either of the two of them. Because let's be real, they're both lovely people, but they're both pretty oblivious. Mm-hmm. So I could see her being matchmaker to the two of them and setting them up. And, you know, they have easy access to each other. They share a dormitory. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, you know, they're both Gryffindors. It's, you know, it's easy easily workable um it's so it isn't like it's not top of my harry ships list but now that it's in front of me mm-hmm. i also want to see it because i don't feel like dean gets enough airtime or no. credit mm-hmm. and he's definitely a character that i want to read more about and see more of so maybe like if i was looking for this ship i'd look for it from dean's perspective mm-hmm. and something that they could mutually connect on is what if what if Harry is a football fan? Like, what if they do love muggle sports together and it's something that they connect on because they both come from a, you know, muggle background in comparison to, I think, all the other ones, Neville and Seamus and um, and Ron are all from at least, like, heavily magic households. So that, yeah, that would be an instance that they could 
you know, get together on as well as, oh, and then Dean becomes a member of the Quidditch team. So it's, there's oh, a lot yeah. of interaction that they could have that could happen to lead into a romance of some sort. So And Dean's broom breaks, oh. so he has to ride in the back of Harry's and then... <laughs> All right, time's up. Oh my God. Okay, this is... <laughs> Okay, okay, so uh, we have Cho Chang and Barty Crouch Jr. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, what if they met the Quidditch World Cup? What if they, like, like, because Barty was there Mm -hmm. secretly Mm -hmm. and uh, under the invisibility cloak, but what if he snuck away? And what if she snuck away because... Let's say when the Vila arrive or mm-hmm. whatever, and the mascots are on the pitch, he's just like, "No, I'm not. No, I'm not digging this. Mm-hmm. I need some fresh air, whatever." And so they're both sort of like, like on the sidelines, bumping into each other. Neither of them knows who the other is, mm-hmm. and they're just like caught up in the moment. That's mm-hmm. that's what I'm seeing. What if she's the one, she actually is someone who witnesses, like when he puts the dark mark into the sky and then she goes, you know, like runs off and it's something that she never tells anyone about because at first she's like, maybe she's following this hot dude. You know what I mean? Like she's just like, ooh, who is this mystery dude? And you know, whatever is going along to, um, to you know, see what he's what he's about, and but uh, but yeah, obviously, potentially, it would be a Barty lives situation, or once again, you know, time travel because we have the cross generation like sure. relationship thing, yeah. and uh, but but yeah, oh, isn't Barty? What is if it... Cho cast the dark mark? Well, what isn't Barty um head cannoned as a Ravenclaw because they would both? I am not sure, but I I I, buy I hear it. that a lot. A lot a lot of people will say Barty is a Ravenclaw as as far as in fanon goes. So that's an opportunity where like somehow Ravenclaw connects them. Like who knows? Who knows what that could mean? But hey, same house. That's... They're both modeling the tiara. Yeah, um, oh the diadem. And... Yep, exactly. Yeah. So Yeah, okay. My next pairing is Kingsley Shacklebolt and Igor Karkarov. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> That's definitely a forbidden love because we have an order member and an auror and then obviously a death eater slash, you know, denounced death eater thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. I love, I love that. I love forbidden love. That's so great. So I love the idea of Kingsley being around for Eagle's trial Mm, and just mm -hmm. liking the idea of seeing him in that chain chair a bit too much. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) like oh man Um, babe we need to try that at home (laughs) exactly exactly so you know i I definitely see that being a um a kink ship uh you have to know that i mean igor's a um headmaster at durmstrang so Mm -hmm. he knows some kinky stuff he and and kings and kingsley's all about that because he spends his day working hard trying to catch dark wizards Mm -hmm. and all he really wants to do is catch a very specific dark wizard in an uncompromising position and potentially a stockholm syndrome situation where kingsley gets captured and like igor is the one who's you know his minder or whatever and then they fall in love and whatever so (laughs) that's you know that's always that's always a trope that works when it comes to that's fun yeah yeah so (laughs) again it's just more proof that i can ship any slash ship yes well yeah absolutely i'm prepared to 
eat my words. I'm prepared to get something really silly in a minute and have to eat my words and backtrack. Right. But for now, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you and you would think that they probably didn't go to school together. You'd assume that Igor, like, Igor went to Durmstrang as well, I'd imagine. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, maybe maybe it was a past Triwizards tournament from back that, you know, the first time someone died, they met each other then. So oh, who wow. knows? <laughs> we'll go with that. Okay. So now it's my turn. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's see. Okay. So this one is a dub. Like, do we want to do it even if we've had a character before? Does it matter? No, we can do that. Yeah. I That's don't think it matters. Okay. So this one is... Madame Rosmerta and Rowena Ravenclaw. Wow, Rowena is popular today. Mm-hmm. Um, I that that is a really interesting one. Um, I want to know how Rosmerta is going back in time. Mm-hmm. I want to know if you if you have a specific like does she does she drink some mead that that's been altered in some way and she ends up like the effects of it are so mind boggling that she is transported back to. Um, I, I well, when it comes to, I don't know that we know for sure how old she is. Like, we know that she's attractive and but has been around. Like, she remembers the marauders when they came to her place. So it's like, what if she was someone who, like, had, like, some sort of, like, de-aging or was... Maybe she was one of the like few Nicholas people. Like Nicholas Yes, yes. Something like that yeah. or had some sort of ability. Maybe, you know, part, like she's a part human situation with some creature that helps prolong her life even longer. And she actually knows or went to, you know, knew Rowena as a child or something generations ago. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities there. But, um, but I mean, then obviously there's the, you know, Madame Rosemerda, if she went to Hogwarts, depending on what house she was in it could be another instance of like her crushing on one of the founders or thinking of them as like the perfect partner and then maybe the way she goes for partners that like look like or resemble or have traits like Rowena Ravenclaw or something like that maybe oh that's really fun that is such a fun idea um also she could be like Rosmerta herself could be an orphan and just looking for that sort of maternal mm-hmm. figure that she never had. Um, and so it could be a, a kind of a wholesome thing there as well, mm-hmm. that eventually she ends up finding this in this really unlikely place. Mm-hmm. I see that happening as well. Okay, this is another uh, duplicate character. Do we want to uh, um, do, we want, well, want well, to do this? Or? Well, just, yeah, just say what it is and we can either be like, oh, let's do another one or whatever. It's really weird. It's Gellert <laughs> Grindelwald and Colin Creevy. <laughs> obviously time travel involved (laughs) this is where i eat my words isn't it where i'm like i can ship any slash ship you did say that you did say that we might reach the point of of doing something yeah all all we could say is obviously time travel's involved um i photographs are involved we know what if he has old what if he's like obsessed with grindelwald and actually has like newspaper clippings and in and images like photographs of him like all over his room and stuff like that like 
like, I mean, who knows? Maybe that's kind of what inspires him to try and do, you know, uh, make his images magical. Because obviously it's not till he gets his letter that he knows that the Wizarding World exists. But sure. after that, I mean, who knows what he could be one of those. I mean, he's very, like, obviously super high strung. And he, I could see him being kind of similar to Hermione in the sense of, like, I need to know everything and figure out how to do everything and understand everything and then read up on Dumbledore slash Grindelwald and found out and learned more about this guy and this character and became just totally obsessed with. And so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I also see, like, Colin going back in time in some fashion um, and dressing like Albus, like, to just be, like, mm. fulfilling the, like, to, as a sort of a fulfillment of, like, a history thing mm-hmm. and, like, being in the moment and, like, a, as a dramatic fulfillment Mm -hmm. and then but then Gella ends up fancying him and things get complicated yeah very complicated (laughs) wow we did that we did that thing yeah okay so let's see what we got now oh damn oh damn I am so here for this I am so here for this we have Cornelius Fudge and Percy Weasley oh oh (laughs) (laughs) it's perfect we could just leave it at that it's it's (laughs) <laughs> it's like it is perfection i'm done I, I don't need to say anything i mean we can all assume and understand where this ship would go like obviously percy is very ambitious and willing to apparently do anything to get places so <laughs> and he is getting places he is having he is. unrestricted access to some ministry <laughs> booty (laughs) (laughs) wow okay yeah i'll say yeah we know we know where that would go and it absolutely works and yeah so we'll we'll leave it at one minute on that one yeah oh man that's so funny okay that was so good right my next one is hermione granger and barty crouch jr (laughs) we want (laughs) now is this barty as moody or is this barty (laughs) party party (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I want it to be Barty as Barty because uh, as as Moody, it's a little bit like that's the, oh, that's a bit that's a bit much. I mean, he's performed the uh, the, the unforgivable curses in mm-hmm. front of her. You know, maybe she had more of a reaction to that than we previously anticipated mm-hmm. or was revealed in the text, uh, and that comes up. She she what if she rumbles his polyjuice? Uh, stuff early, mm, mm-hmm. um, but in order, to, but in order to keep everything under wraps and make sure that Barty, uh, you know, maintains his disguise, <gasps> um, like a romance blossoms. I don't know. Oh, okay. So this is kind of what if it's in a same similar situation to like Hermione discovers that Rita is a animagus and like captures her and threatens to tell people but so that she doesn't do anything bad i don't know what would matter in this case but like yeah she discovers the polyjuice that it's not really moody that it's a death eater trying to do things and then maybe she uses it to some level that she's able to keep him from putting the plan into action and like maybe you know she become you know feels bad for him when she hears his story of being like trapped in his house and losing his mother and the way his father treated him because it's obvious that she hates Barty Crouch Sr. by the way that he treated Winky so I could see her sympathizing and empathizing with him in that regard so who knows like that could be something that they kind of kept in contact throughout later 
other times or things. Maybe he redeemed himself at a later time and boom, romance. <laughs> <laughs> See, we can, we can, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to make sense, but we can... <laughs> We can. I mean, this is the ethos of our podcast. It is. It doesn't have to make sense. No. But we love it anyway. Ooh, okay. So now we get to go. We get to, I mean, hey, we're we're getting what I kind of started on. So this one is Arthur Weasley slash Alastair Moody. Wow. I, yeah, I, I ship that so hard. <laughs> They're both in the order. Mm-hmm. Um, they both have experience you know fighting dark wizards mm-hmm. maybe they're you know maybe they're in the department of mysteries late at night you know mm-hmm. somebody slips under an invisibility cloak mm-hmm. things and, happen and i think we've talked about before like we don't know like before he literally is like throwing himself out there and getting like chunks of his face chopped off and he replaces his eye with the thing like he could have been some like really handsome like kid in school and i'm not sure what his like um i know that like arthur and molly are like 10 years older than the marauders generation so like they are older and i'm not sure what his you know age area is maybe they went to school together and had like some sort of you know fling or romance before molly and something like that and have remained really good friends through you know then with the order and whatnot i also really see this part of arthur that's really wholesome and is like you know in spite of Alistair's grizzled appearance is still mm-hmm. like do you know what I love you anyway mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay I have Professor Trelawney and Xenophilius Lovegood okay yes I mean they're both very <laughs> eccentric individuals I could see him absolutely believing all of her nonsense and being really intrigued by her seeing abilities and things like that and maybe that's where he gets a lot of his stories from what if he is in contact with her and she supplies insight for the future so he can anticipate and plan stories and then and then that's where he gets his like um conspiracy theories and stuff because she'll be like oh yeah. it'll come to light later on about you know such and such things and so part of the quibbler is like a she's kind of an in to like in, to information even though a very often more often than not it's there's not really any like foundation to support it yeah and which is very love good you know what i mean and yeah absolutely and who knows maybe they went to school together you know like maybe they're about the same age and and all of those things and uh (gasps) what if she's actually luna's mother (laughs) (laughs) you are on a roll today well well, I was just going to say, you know that they're buying each other fancy shawls and, mm. and quirky clothes. Oh, and yes. like, I I could absolutely see it being like gifting is their love language. Mm, like mm-hmm. they, they're just very extravagant with each other. Um, and I, well, now I want Luna to be Trelawney's secret child. Yes, absolutely. I <laughs> yeah. need to. I mean, they probably have matching like radish earrings. And I mean, it's like, you just think, I, it's that, I just. <laughs> And who's to say? Who's to say they have to stop the accessories at earrings? I mean, right. you have to know that, mm-hmm. that those two are. I mean, we know that Xenophilius's wife was like a big fan of experimental yes. magic, so they mm-hmm. they have to be very creative uh, people. Mm-hmm. And I think it could be like I really think they are like secretly both passionate because you know they're like timid on the outside. Mm-hmm. So I can see them being like really fiery when they get together. That yeah. So I I ship that one hard. Oh, 
Oh my. Oh my goodness. Okay, you are not ready. What do we got? You are not ready. Okay. We have Madame Maxime and Forenzi. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> the <laughs> I mean, well, well. in the Hagrid episode, we talked about Forenzi and Hagrid, so why not bring her into the equation? Maybe it's a polyamorous thing and the three of them are just having a great time in the Forbidden Forest. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yes, I I mean, there are all sorts of things you could say about that, but I don't think I need to go into exquisite no. detail. Like, you know nope. what's happening. Yeah. You, you just, there's a party in the forest and everyone's invited. Exactly. And, wait, maybe that's why Forenzi's shunned from the tribe because they find out and, and Forenzi's like, well, I love them, so mm-hmm. I'm, do- I'm going to be doing my own thing mm-hmm. and who cares what you think? Aww. I'm living my best life. Oh, that's so sweet. All right, we'll move on from this one because, yeah, okay. nothing more needs to be said. All right, your I turn. Have- <laughs> I have a ship that is fire. I am very excited about this. Mm -hmm. George Weasley and Cormac McLaggen. Oh, damn. Oh, my goodness. Quidditch muscles. Quidditch muscles. Absolutely. (gasps) Fantastic. Because Cormac comes in in the sixth book, right? Yeah. So he technically he doesn't meet the twins in hogwarts like not that they couldn't have met before that he just tries out for the team the their sixth year so obviously he's been at hogwarts so they could have known each other previously oh yeah what if george was the one who's training with him like he was waiting for the keeper position to open up and like they were working together but then george felt like he had to support his brother and like not you know, get in between everything, but still was very supportive of his boyfriend. And like, I mean, who knows? Oh. You know what I mean? So it's just... Oh, I... Yeah. I love that. Well, we know that McLagan's a member of the Slug Club, so he has to be reasonably well-connected. Mm-hmm. So maybe I see I see him trying to like escape a lot of those pure blood ties mm-hmm. by getting together with someone like George, mm-hmm. who is lighthearted and aloof and can, you know meet him behind the broom sheds yes. and it's all very you know there's a lot of catharsis yes. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, and uh and of course catharsis is <laughs> and of course we know that like Cormac is very like cocky and kind of full of himself and maybe mm-hmm. he becomes like the first prank when they're like starting their weasel you know wheezes business and like give him something and he, he gets the first canary cream and turns into a canary and he like has resents him for whatever and then ultimately creates you know an eventual like enemies to lovers thing because he either has a vendetta against george or something like that so yeah i am trying very hard not to make a creamed canary joke let's oh, God. just go well the, the time's up the anyway <laughs> So me now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's you. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's happened? We've lost Megs. Megs oh has. God. Oh my god! <laughs> this is the this is the ship to like defy all ships. We have. What's happened? We have Argus Filch and Tom Riddle. Oh no! Junior. Oh my Tom god! Tom Riddle, Riddle. Yeah. So we have a squib. Wow. <laughs> Lord Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just can see. I just can see Mrs. Norris being like, "What is happening, <laughs> August? What's happened to you? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Like, 
that there has to be some sort of um again time travel involved here for this to work well argus um, is technically older like like albus was a teacher when tom went to school so who's to say that argus wasn't in school or working there right. while you know tom was there and maybe they connected based on the fact that he like he loved torture and <laughs> thing then like capital punishment and things oh, like that no. it was like initially like uh well he would he technically probably he wouldn't have gone to school because he was a squib so he probably well, yeah. started as like you know he maybe he was working there and whatever and was younger and then at first tom hated him because he's like oh the squib or whatever and then whatnot happens from there but then maybe he has like skills and and abilities to do certain things because of his lack of magic that he uses to his you know his benefit yeah and whatnot so yeah well i was well i was thinking you know he has the quick spell mm, course mm-hmm. maybe he tries one of the spells in the quick spell course Ooh. and something happens mm-hmm. to create like accidental time travel magic mm-hmm. and then because of that like he meets tom and things mm-hmm. happen what well. book what book is it that we find the quick spell that's in chamber of secrets okay okay so that's like i mean that's pretty early on so obviously like voldemort is gone at this point so yeah that could send him to a point where either later on when he's back or previously (gasps) time is up that was insanity (laughs) okay draco malfoy and phileas flitwick uh i mean i don't du- the dueling champion obviously so he's very you know obviously very gifted and like charms and dueling and whatever and maybe a time tra- like we're doing a lot of time travel here but time travel for him to like learn from you know from flitwick like before everything or who know i d- i don't know this is this is definitely crack beyond i don't <laughs> I honestly don't know. Definitely like a if it's after, you know, after Hogwarts, like of age situation, like it definitely is like a, a would be a fuck you to his parents because like he's, Absolutely, yeah, because yeah. he's like not, you know, he's a like part human and whatever and all that stuff. And it's just like, I don't know. I just because he's ha- he's technically has goblin blood, doesn't he? Isn't that? Yeah, yeah. he's I think he's half goblin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And well, he has to know like the Gringotts goblins and Draco's in Gringotts a lot. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. Uh, that's potentially how that could happen. I don't know. Draco that- wants to be the tall one. You know, we have some some significant size difference here. Like yeah. he wants to feel powerful and he feels be the very. Big spoon. Yeah, he's the big spoon. He feels very powerful with this with this adorable little man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, we'll do it. Um <laughs> Okay. Oh my. Okay. Okay. So we have Remus Lupin and Fleur Delacour. Oh, okay. So she I... obviously has a thing for wolves. <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she has a lichen for lycanthropy. <laughs> because she's just like because you know you in the book she's like i am you know pretty enough for the both of us so she you know she's like oh my husband will be brave with the scars and whatever and then we have remus where it's like he's 
completely covered head to toe in scars. Yeah. So maybe she what really likes scars. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. What if it's like Fleur and Bill and Remus? Mm. Yeah, because what if he, like, he comes in, like, maybe Tonks isn't, like, never happened or whatever. And um, it, it, obviously, alternate universe, everyone lives and whatnot. And, like, he's obviously a support system for Bill. Like, after it happens, yeah. when they're, like, worried that maybe he's able to transform or is going to have some sort of like complications and so then he's like their advocate and and helps them through like the first couple months because maybe like they say like oh he likes his meat on the rarer side and you know things like that so yeah then it just was someone who's like oh he's genuinely concerned and invested and cares for bill and fleur sees that and bill sees that and then yeah that absolutely could be a thing that's a very wholesome ship yeah. i actually really i appreciate that i was expecting you know we were on a roll with the crack mm-hmm. stuff and i that's a that's a because i can see a lot of like charming domesticity with that mm-hmm. as well um and just cuteness yes. so yeah i ship that okay so one last one watch it be absolute okay. insanity so okay so i have severus snape and narcissa malfoy <gasps> Ooh, i love that oh i love that so much um because definitely like i could see this could obviously be an infidelity situation where like obviously lucius is focused on power and status and could be very neglectful of his wife as far as like you know emotional like needs of like a partner and he's like people will headcanon him as like draco's godfather so he's been a part of like their mm-hmm. family for obviously a long long time so that you know growing into something on the side behind closed doors that no one you know knows about and um that could be part of the reason why she goes to snape you know to protect draco uh-huh. because she's like i know yeah. i can trust you to take care of my son and you would do anything to you know to protect him so that yeah because yeah, it's like because he would love him as a godson but also like you know be potentially in love with draco's mother so yeah 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 and it's definitely coming out of a place of vulnerability for Mm. them both Mm -hmm. and this allows them to be more open with each other and let their walls down that for for each other more than they would so Mm. with Mm -hmm. anyone else because they're both characters that have to present really strong fronts yes so with when when they're around each other and they can just be themselves it's as much of a um a sort of a personal release as anything else mm-hmm. you know I, they, it could be romantic but i also just see it as an opportunity for the both of them to just be um relaxed mm-hmm. around each other and to not really have to keep that guard up all the time yes wow that we did a lot that was a lot that was fun we did, it was really fun like we could do that for hours we did so many many episodes yeah we i mean we did it for almost <laughs> an hour Wow, that was amazing. So now we're going to pivot to something different. We brought it up before. So we're going to be trying to guess as many tropes explained by the other person within two minutes, and then we'll keep track of points and see who wins at the end. (laughs) Okay. Do you want me to describe to you first? Do you want me to start or do you want to start? I feel I feel like you started last time, yes. so I should start, but I'm very nervous. I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. This is probably going to be terrible. Bear with me, listeners, while I attempt to 
Okay. Okay. So here goes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I know exactly what this is. That's the first good thing. Wonderful. Um, but I. Yes. So this is a uh, very common trope. Um, it happens, I will say, after a period of common action has already happened. Um, and it usually involves uh, a lot of characters getting together post-trauma. Post-trauma? Um, uh... <laughs> so post let's, let's say, like, like the, 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 the nastily exhausting wizarding tests have happened. Okay, okay. So, so, um... Oh, so is it eighth year? It is! Yay! Okay, yes! Woo, woo, woo! Okay, next one. <laughs> okay, uh, so this is... How do you even... How do you even describe this? Um, so... This is going really well, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm... <laughs> but I, it's just it's trying to find an analogy that doesn't use any of the words that because right, right okay so so there are um, spoons and <laughs> there are there are spoons and they are not they they don't fit into each other easily. <laughs> <laughs> a grander spoon and there is a so there is a grander spoon and a spoon of okay, significantly di so, diminished proportion okay so so i think the points should go off of how many we can get the other person to guess like how efficient we are because otherwise yeah. if it's like if it takes forever to try and like figure out well we'll we'll see how it goes okay so it's so hard not to use the words. It is, I know, especially I'm when not... it's like a tiny. Anyway, it's yeah, it's gonna be great. Okay, so we'll. See. Did you have a guess for that one? For that, the spoons, bigger spoon. They don't fit together. Oh, no. I have no idea. So, so what I said was just to recap was that one there is there is a grander spoon and a spoon of significantly diminished proportions. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. Do you have any idea? No. No. Okay. Right, let's just move on. Well, yeah, we'll we'll leave it and then, yeah, because if I get it, then we'll whatever. Ooh, so it's um, so it's like if two characters, or or not necessarily two characters, one character becomes different from what they are. <laughs> oh, is it is, um, is it like creature fic? So so one would be able to go up the other stairs in Gryffindor Tower. Oh, is it body swap? Close. Uh, oh, Close. gender swap. Yes, correct. Uh, correct. Oh, uh, okay. Excellent. Okay, so this one would be like, um, uh, well, it'd be like Harry and Ron or Harry and Hermione, uh, like falling, falling. <laughs> falling. <laughs> They're just falling. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, the feelings are involved <laughs> and um uh comfort no um <laughs> like, uh, like if if draco and blaze you know together. oh so it's like it's friends to lovers yes. friends to yes, lovers it is. excellent <laughs> um okay yeah oh, oh, oh okay so this person works in a muggle profession and it's a common trope that people like um is it coffee shop yes it is 
Excellent. <laughs> okay. Ooh, ooh. This is we we love this. It's what happens when we do mayhem. We make things very blank. It's wild. It's uh, crack shit. Crack. Smut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Crack. Oh, excellent. Yes. Yes, yes. Well, we do smut as well. Well, we do. You, yes, uh, like, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, disturbing stories. Oh, time's up. Do oh, you have a guess? Dark, dark fic? Yes. Um, okay, so I completely failed, <laughs> um, <laughs> as I knew that I would. So the, so the one that the one that you didn't get mm-hmm. it was, by the way, was size difference. Where I, oh, I was like, how do you how do you describe size difference oh, wow. without mentioning size or difference <laughs> at all? Like bigger spoon <laughs> significantly yeah. spoon that's see less, i knew lesser because you couldn't do a little spoon i knew this was what i was gonna do <laughs> yeah oh wow okay that was great okay um so this is where things are uncomfortable there's a, a lot of characters having to deal with a lot of baggage things are uh. uncertain they're up in the air they don't know what they're gonna do uh they are uh. um coming up against a lot of very difficult things angst um uh, yes oh, okay, okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, this is to do with characters that have happened after the trio happens. Um, oh, next generation. Yes, okay. correct. Okay. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> this has to do with finding and collecting all three of a particular thing in order to achieve a very... Sp- <laughs> Master of death. Yes. <laughs> anyway, okay. Okay. Okay, so this, it describes a kind of fic where things start out intense and moody, but then they move to a place where um, characters are a lot more cared for, they're oh, nurtured. Um, uh, hurt comfort? Yes! Okay. Correct. Nice. Okay, so um, so this describes, like, two people in Diagon Alley. They both have their ones out there hunting for dark wizards. They are... Oh, uh, or partners off- or a case fic. Yes! Yes! Nice. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, this describes uh, the magical process of becoming older, um, often to make certain ships work together. Um, time travel? Um, so it will often involve, like, taking a potion or... Oh, um, um uh, oh, a- like... aging up? Aging up? Yes, correct. Okay, okay, okay. Um, oh, time is up. So there we go. So how how many did... I guess for you. Awesome. So I skipped one um, and we did one of those before. So I'm going to count them up. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Look at you go one last time and now you're at seven. Fantastic. I, I had I had a lot of ground to make up yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, ba, ba, ba. So. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not going to tell you what we missed in case you come right. up against it and then, then have to do it sounds okay. good and of, of course so watch can, me so, know what something is and try and explain it to you and you're just feeling i don't i still don't understand what this is and i'm I'll not just, gonna be i'll just to, say you'll just say it i'll you're just like, say pass is this the one that yeah hey that's allowed <laughs> if you want to say pass it's just okay so i obviously yeah. didn't do a good job so you weren't able to figure it out okay that's fine there's gonna be things i don't know it's fine so this is like classic like harry and draco like a really popular trope um when you know it enemies to enemies to lovers yes yeah good um okay so this one is like um so 
someone who was like uh, like if a teacher uh, um <laughs> is this like age difference yeah, yeah like ish. Um, um um so so lesser than like becoming lesser it's a big small thing like, i know <laughs> no, what this is but i can't, um, I can't no so like the opposite it's the opposite of a trope you already gave me um I, that's probably cheating oh aging down aging yes, down yes de-aging um okay so this one is like would be like serious and hairy or like um draco and albus severus like this relationship so intergeneration so like yeah i know what i know yeah. what this is but i don't know the word like uh multi-gen like, it's close what's the, what's the word um, like cross cross gen yes is it cr- yes 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 <laughs> so time's up <laughs> um, okay okay so let's see we got one two three four <laughs> look at you did so good last time <laughs> so well right. i feel like i held you up with that bloody hurt one like what what was that Womp? Oh, that was what I couldn't guess okay, didn't for you figure the other out. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, it's, a, I did it's not another playoff of hurt that no comfort comes out of. It's like intense emotional devastation, physical hurt, you know, things like that. Okay. Um. So this is uh, often described, used to describe a pairing of convenience where um, things seem more real than they are and it's um, often for the oh, sake of a uh, fake fake relationship yeah okay. yeah uh, so oh, how do you describe this without saying what it is um so some <laughs> so somebody is incredibly uh forgetful about a specific thing oh uh <laughs> me amnesia yes correct <laughs> okay uh, this involves characters that are um, not human. Creature fic. Yes, okay. correct. Uh, so this is a ship that combines elements from multiple fandoms. Oh, crossover. Correct. Okay, this is like the stereotypical definition of feel good. Uh, there are a lot of uh, um, fluff. feelings. Yes, correct. Okay, so this is uh, one of your favourite tropes. You often have, like, tattoos or birthmarks. Ooh, or, ooh. <laughs> uh, 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 soulmate. Yes! Yes, yes! Um, um, okay, so count up how many I actually got. Six. Nice. I'm not actually doing as badly at this as I thought no, I was going to. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> Okay, so this is another one of my favorite tropes. Like, it's in Tamari, where Harry... Time travel! Yes. <laughs> Moves. <laughs> Ooh, oh, mm, eh, mm. let's see here. Just skip it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, so this is like, you're coerced into doing something very intimate. Like, it's like a, like it's a forced situation of like, or something really bad is going to happen to you if you don't do oh, intimate oh, things yeah. together oh i know i know what this is <laughs> but i don't know what the word for it oh, is gosh. oh what um yeah it's like it's it's like where you threaten somebody right so it, it's like um ultimatums what's the mm. what is the the word no it's what? uh it's like it's like a phrase it's a phrase so i'll give you it's tricked like, like no um oh. oh gosh like it's like there's you're you're <laughs> you have like to, you have it's like to... do or die, that sort yes, of thing. Yes, it's like yeah. that, but with intimate 
something intimate uh, involved. You have to like you have to do shall something. go die. What's happening? Yes, well, yes, yeah. Fuck like, or die. Fuck or die. Yes, yeah. There we go. Okay. <laughs> um, I feel like we need to add time for me to think. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so okay. So with this one, it's like it's a, a piece of furniture that then two people. A lo- love seat thing. Lo- uh, it, no. Um, um. Um. With sleeping. Sleeping. One piece oh, of uh, uh, crap, crap. <laughs> um. Anyway, so th- whoops. Villa. Um. So there's just a piece. There's a furniture piece and sleeping's involved. Yeah. So you, with so two you, characters. It's like two people in one bed, sort of. Yes. Thing. Yes. 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 Yeah, but only one bed. So yeah, or bed sharing. Yeah. Okay. So there was there was three in this one. <laughs> I feel like I could have done better if I'd known what things were, but... but That's okay. Yeah, because I think it's different, like, it's like, I made the list, so I'm well aware of all the names that I, as I made the list, so it'll be different. But it's fine, it's still fun. Okay, so this is when uh, two characters are promised to each other, um, but it's against their will. Uh, Forced forced marriage? Yes, correct. Okay, so this is a very particular kind of kink um, involving three distinct sets of kinds of male. I I believe it's just male. Um... And Ooh. it has defined biological hierarchies. Um, oh, uh, and... Omegaverse. Correct. Okay. <laughs> it can be all, like, all genders, but we, I write, we read okay. mostly males. <laughs> okay, well, you got it. That's, that's all that matters. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Okay, so this is when um, uh, something happens uh, <laughs> with, a, with a character who um, may be used to carrying around a scepter or pieces of ornate jewellery. They have a lineage. They're very aware of their status. They are often um, set above others. They live in a castle. <laughs> they... <laughs> oh, 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 is this <laughs> royalty AU? Yes, correct. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. So how many did I get? I think four. Because so many of those were duplicates that yes. I was literally just... Okay, so this does disregards the end of the series. So it's completely disregarding 17 years later. Epilogue, what epilogue? Yes. Ooh, okay. So we love this. Um, we get it a lot in like Flintwood where it's very like, um, there's a lot of... Uh, 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 oh God, this is really bad. There's a okay. lot of... Is it um, smut? <laughs> close. No. No, it's not. Um, oh, PWP. No, no. Um, oh. When there's like you, you're, there's, there's, there's like sparks in the air between somebody and you want to act on something, but oh, you, oh, but you oh. don't. And it's like, everyone's like, oh my gosh, just. Like, like unresolved <laughs> sexual tension, UST. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, okay. So this is about, um, it's centered around characters and they're like the next generation of uh, the family. Like it's focused around family, but more specifically the next oh, like, generation. Uh, like there's a word for this. Is it like kid fig? Yes, correct. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So how many? Oh, let's see. Oh, I, I say how many. <laughs> um, one and two. 
three, but that's I feel because like three. there were yeah. a lot that we had already done. I just love that I just immediately went to smut and put on smut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is um, used to describe fic that is incredibly explicit. Oh, okay. So uh, smut or PWP. Yes, smut, correct. PWP. Okay. Um, uh, so this is used to describe a an atypical situation with the characters, whether in a particular context that is educational, it's muggle-based, uh, there's usually sports teams, uh, there are um, pep rallies, cheerleading, <laughs> um, uh, uh, <laughs> oh. lectures, I don't know. <laughs> The University College AU. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Okay. This describes uh, usually. Oh yes, uh, definitely when a character of a male gender uh, manages to achieve something that would normally be biologically impossible. Empreg. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, they get big bellies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they get big bellies. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this. So this <laughs> describes uh, when a character of a particular uh, <laughs> sexual orientation um, begins their day not feeling like they previously did. Oh, is this the, is this the wake up gay one? Woke yes! Up gay? <laughs> yes, it is. Um, okay. Oh, okay. So uh, this is where um, two characters feel for each other, but they never act on their feelings. Pining. Yes. Oh, done. Okay. So uh, one, two... Three, four, five. I think you got, or okay. I got. Whoever, whoever. Whatever. Well, we'll just. I just. We're we're community doing well. points. Just... Yeah, exactly. Yes. Just like we're getting points. Okay, so let's see here. Um, ba ba ba. Okay, so this is when you. Oh gosh, like you're at like attached at the hip, but like not by choice. Like oh. Like you, uh, oh. you have to like it's like you have to yeah it's like forced um yes. forced pairing forced bonding there's a word close uh, ooh, yeah um for, uh, like forced twins is that, that no for, um no it's like you, you have to share a space like you like if you separated oh. bad things would happen so like uh, uh, um, oh, I like this is another fuck or die one, but I don't know the words. Skillet, skip it. Okay. Um. Oh, I don't think we did this one. Okay, so this is where you like it, it like a, an accident could happen, and then say you like either wake up as someone different, and then oh, someone. Oh, is this else... body swap? Yes. Excellent. Hey, do you want me? To... I think there's two left. Do you want me to just since I saw them and acknowledge that they're the last yeah, two, yeah. I can do it. Yeah. Since so I'm not like oh, it's either one of these yeah. two. So the first one is similar to similar to fuck or die, but it's something that it, so it it influences you know like things to happen intimately between people okay. something that's yeah. like dust in the air um it's like Distant. a it's a it's usually like a non-conny trope like it's something that i don't even oh. know if you're familiar oh, with this oh. one. Oh, um, yeah like think like oh, a I'm... dandelion like like bees deal with yeah. this bees but it's like po- pollen yes like, yes like yeah but it's intimate it's yeah, intimate it's like, pollen. It's yeah. 
Oh, oh my God, what is that? Yeah, I know exactly what it is. I can, I can see it. I know, but I don't know what the word is. Like, um, it's a, it's another word for like bodies mush smashing together intimately. Bodies smashing together. Bodies are literally united. They're united as you as united as one can be. Oh, pollen. okay. So, oh, so it's so it's fuck pollen. Close sex. Is it? Sex pollen. <laughs> A sex pollen. Okay. okay. Um, I did not know that those two things were a thing. But, it is, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's fuck, it's similar to fuck or die. Okay. So okay. this one is for like the really, like, it's like dark fic, but it's, it's, it's very squicky material. It's inspired by. Oh, it's, it's um, dead dove. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. So this is when you take canon, but do it differently. Like you don't like what happened in canon. So you decide to fix it. Yes. Yes. And I think that's everything. Yay. Um, So it's when, oh gosh, I can't even use it. So wands can't be used. Wands can't be used. Oh, Hogwarts doesn't exist. No, no magic. So it's, uh, it's, um, okay. That's yeah. That's everything. Look at us go. That was, that was a thing we did. Uh, Wow. (laughs) I don't even know what points are anymore. I don't. either um so this is like listeners if you have any great like sex pollen fic that you want to wreck me um fee like, absolutely get in touch. will fee absolutely oh will. i have i've never come across sex pollen <laughs> before but i but that, but then you know before you wrote that abo i hadn't come across that either That's and then true. that was an experience so i am so <laughs> yeah <laughs> Please uh, send me sex pollen stuff simply for my own education mm-hmm. and, uh, and satisfaction. Oh, man. Thank okay, you. yeah. So I will just say we did great. The What is it? Everything's made up and the points don't matter. We're doing it, you know, whatever. Who, yeah. who, whose line is it anyway style? <laughs> well this i like i that i've just enjoyed this entire i like i could keep going with those characters Mm -hmm. and and wrecking ships i don't know if you like if you want to keep going if you want to call it here like it's entirely up to you like what do you want to do we pro it's well we're we're almost at two hours so we probably (laughs) should wrap it up but uh i'm glad we only played two games because i wasn't sure if two games would be enough yes but then i forgot that it was us. So, well, I, I I have one that I think that you're going to enjoy and one Perfect. that we can potentially end on. Perfect. So I have Ron Weasley, Severus Snape and Igor Karkaroff. Oh my goodness. Okay. So obviously Ron had a terrible time at the Yule Ball um, because he couldn't go with the person he wanted to, which obviously was Severus Snape and Igor Karkaroff. So <laughs> he was jealous of Hermione because Crumb was like Igor adjacent. So it was like this, you know, this twisted, you know, way to get kiss. to Igor. Yeah, exactly. So it's obviously pining Ron, desiring these two dark haired brooding probably looming evilish men and that's what he's into and so he sees both of the dark marks and he's like yes "Yes, i need to get me one of those (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's like he wants to like trace it on their arm like he's so yeah so 
He's yes. into it. He's like, I could get you Harry Potter, no problem. No problem. Just... just do. I need. Yeah. I need your assistance. Just like you do for me, I do for you. <laughs> I ship this. Oh, man. I ship this. We'll say it's all of age consenting. Whatever. <laughs> yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they're all adults. They all consent, and yes. they have a great time yes. together. Nice. The Yule Ball happens when Ron is 18. Done. Exactly. Well, it's like they attempt, it's, hey, maybe they did the Yule Ball and they're like, actually, this is really fun. So we're going to, every however many years, we're going to have this ball. And then maybe it's Professor yeah. Ron and then Snape's alive. And then obviously Igor survived and maybe, for whatever reason. Yeah, maybe, anyway. uh, yeah, maybe they, like, Igor survived capture and mm-hmm. then Snape somehow also survived death. And Ron is just like, okay. This is my moment to be, to get mine. And uh, and he does. Nice. Well, this has been an absolute treat. My entire body aches from laughing <laughs> and holding back laughter. And that was, that was so much fun. This actually went for, there was planning. There was some planning, but also we we're like, we are going in like not sure how and if this is going to work well. And I think yeah, it went pretty we... great. Like that was, that was yeah. a lot of fun. It went a lot better than I thought it was going to go. I th- I fully expected to crash and burn with that <laughs> tropes game, and it wasn't too bad. Yeah, there were a couple of moments where I was like, "Oh yeah, what are words?" But mostly, <laughs> all good. Exactly. So, well, wow. Here we go into year two. I mean, we'll see. We're uh, what? This is our chamber of secrets moment. Ex- we're about to. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so obviously wait till the end to see what we're doing next. We definitely have a couple, um, on the timeline soon to have some two guests with us. So that's, you know, in, we're, we're planning to try and get more guests on board, especially for ships that we're just like, you know, it would be nice to have someone to like, you know, help us open our minds and see things that we wouldn't see if we're not like super, you know, obsessed with it. Like... (laughs) Like Flintwood. We love each other, but sometimes we need a bit of perspective. <laughs> we do. Yeah, we yeah. do. Which is great. Like, hey, yeah. we're here to care for all magical shippers. Not just us. Exactly. So. <laughs> Not just what we what we know and love, of which, you know, mm-hmm. y- you know us by now. You know that we're good generally with Slash. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's everything else that we could do with a hand mm-hmm. with, really. And uh, I'm really excited because I know, you know, some of the people that we've got lined up to speak with mm-hmm. and they are tremendous and you're really going to love it i'm really excited we're kicking off our second year with a bang yes i'm i'm really happy uh, we're just not quite sure yet the exact order that's going to happen mm-hmm. in but uh i'm excited to bring it to your ears yes yeah and of course since we're like we're wrapping up for the ear we at uh, the ear <laughs> george george's ear we're wrapped <laughs> We're wrapping We're up wrapping... George's ear. Hey, hey, if you want a, a fridge magnet shaped like George's ear, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Um, what was I going to say? Crap. Oh, we're wrapping up the end of the year. We obviously did a ton of different ships. Um, we're open to like if you guys are excited about some ships that you would love to see us to maybe take a look at in this next year season whatever the heck we're considering moving forward (laughs) let us know just as much as as we asked before let us know your favorite moments be that favorite episode or things that we said or did be that silly or serious um we want to know how we're doing like in general like let us know how we're doing because we hope we're doing good. 
we think we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and also, if enough of you let me know, you know, what your favorite bits are, maybe I can come up with like a, mm-hmm. a compilation of like funny stuff mm-hmm. or stuff that you like. And we'll we'll have like a little best bits thing yes. that we could put on the Patreon or put on the website or something. Yeah. I That would be really fun to put together. I, I'd enjoy that. I definitely want to know if you guys like our singing. <laughs> Um, I don't know if we need to do that more because honestly I'm every single time I am amazed at what Nathan can write for us and how amazing it is and it's like it's just it's so much fun but hey maybe honestly it's a a pity I don't have a better voice for singing but the but lyrically I enjoy myself it's so much fun so well hey happy one year anniversary to you nathan and to our listeners and we're looking forward to what comes in the next year and keep on you know shipping wild ships and maybe you'll (laughs) make some stuff based on the ridiculous things that we talked about today so (laughs) (laughs) happy one year anniversary friend i am looking forward to stepping into new avenues of Mm -hmm. shipdom with you um I'm not ready to leave this ship by any stretch of the imagination. Mm -hmm. Um, I have also exhausted all of my ship puns. (laughs) So I guess I'm just going to revert to my terrible, usual sign-off, which is just... Bye! Bye! (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So now that you've finished enjoying that episode... I bet you're wondering what we're going to be talking about next time. Will it be a ship? Could it be a trope? What about a character-centric episode? Editing Megs. Put the listeners out of their misery. Next time, we'll be focusing on... Galaird Grindelwald and Albus Dumbledore. So come back to enjoy that at your earliest possible convenience. But, you know, preferably sooner rather than later. Because we do make it so you'll listen to it. And we hope you enjoy it. Remember your Gunkle Nathan's advice. Be kind to each other, manage your mischief, and we'll catch you in the next one soon. While you're waiting for the next episode, all the shipping fun can continue online. You can head over to all of our social media platforms, like Magical Ship Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and Care of Magical Shippers on Tumblr. You can get in touch with us by email at careofmagicalshippers at gmail.com, or you can leave us a voice message with all of your ship and fic thoughts and feels and have the chance to be featured on a future pod episode. We are also live on Patreon. Patrons have access to early episodes, bonus content, extended uncut episodes with all of our nonsense, exclusive merch, and a patron discord. Another easy way to show your love for the pod is by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. And thank you so much for listening.